0: Welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. Hello, everybody. Bridget McGowan here, and welcome to today's episode of Own the Microphone. Today, I have with me Rhea Mestiza. Rhea, I understand. First off, welcome to the show. I'm just ready to dive in. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank Where's you. Where's my Thank southern hospitality? Being from Texas, I know better. <laughs> I understand, Rhea, that you have not always been this confident, powerful speaker. How in the world did you get the nerve to say, okay, I am going to start making presentations and speeches and doing workshops and such on the regular Where How did you get to that point?
1: Out of necessity, Bridget, mm-hmm. out of necessity, any speaking opportunity I've ever done in my life um, has stemmed from just having to do it. No excuses, just go. And so with the lockdown uh, last year, I went from being predominantly in person, you know, I'm all about being in person with people and I couldn't do that anymore. So I had to just do it, speak, uh, accept the invitations to speak at summits and conferences and podcast interviews, just like this, and just say yes, and just do it and put myself out there for the, the, the core reason of, of knowing that that'll help and reach more people. That really was my main goal. And I had more time because I wasn't traveling around or anything like that anymore. So I had more time to give value and to share my, my words, to share my knowledge uh, with, with, with people.
0: Think back to the person you were when you gave one of your first speeches and the person you are now when you get on stage, what would you tell that former person or that younger person or other person, given what you know now when it comes to just having stage presence and just, as you put it, doing it?
1: I would tell her that it's okay, you'll get better. (laughs) 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 It's okay, you'll get better. Don't worry about being perfect. Uh, just do the thing and just, and speak from your heart. You know, if you, you don't have to prepare if it's in your heart and mind already, like if it is authentically you and many of the first times I've spoken about, and I, I can't really think about the first one, but my mom, and I have to thank her solely for all of the uncomfortable situations she always put me in. We would be at an event and she, and I, I just assumed that I was a guest and then she would tap me on the shoulder and be like, um, Ria, can you go um, kick off the event, please? Just uh, welcome everyone. And I'm saying, so- I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and, she's- <laughs> and she's like, oh, I have a tickle in my throat or something. Like I'm supposed to give the opening speech, but uh, I'm not feeling too good. Do you mind doing <laughs> uh, okay, what, what do you <laughs> so it? Was stab- okay, what do you want me to say? And so it was just more of a step. Okay, what do you want me to say? Uh, what's the message and how much time have I got till I got to do this? And literally it's that just do it mentality because I've been thrown in the deep end of the pool many, many times, mostly by my mom <laughs> to, to get up and speak in front of an audience at with no preparation whatsoever. <laughs>
0: That is scary. That is scary for me (laughs) just thinking about it. And Rhea, I have been a professional speaker since 2001, but I am one of those people where I I need a, a minute or two to at least, I don't know, jot down a point or two or something. Oh my goodness. And that analogy of being thrown into the pool is exactly what I was thinking about when you said that your mom just kind of said, hey, can you go say a few words? And you had no opportunity to prepare. Speaking of preparing, what do you do to get ready for a presentation? Or what are some of your must-haves or must-dos before you make a speech? I
1: just need to be clear on the end goal. What, what is the, what is the message? What is the outcome? What is the, the content that is trying to be delivered to, you know, it's, it's really about that core message. You know, like when I, when my mom threw me in there, I'm like, what are you trying to get me to people like get people to understand just something simple like that. And, you know, and even with, with this podcast, it's own the microphone. Did I need to prepare for it? No, in a sense, because, I, it's, it's the same thing that I'm talking about. If if I'm speaking authentically from my heart and I know it to be true, then it should just flow and come. So I don't know if that really answered your question. Preparation. It's really all about
0: what, what is it that what's the outcome? Uh, that's it. Clarity. <laughs> right. Clarity. What's the outcome? I like to call it reverse engineering. I mm. like to think about okay, what do you want this house to look like? What do you want this painting to look like? And then do it. What do you want the outcome to be for your audience members? And then let me work backwards thinking about, okay, what are the points I need to cover? What are the questions I need to ask them? What are the pieces of research or handouts or websites I need to give them? What is it that I need to provide in order to make sure that we get to this end point? It's reverse- engineering simply put Mm -hmm. and Ria Mestiza is the number one health and wellness coach in Australia for 2021 as featured in Yahoo Finance Sports News and Influensive Magazine wow she is the coach to ambitious high achievers who want control of their health their bodies and like a lifestyle full of confidence Rhea is the founder of FitSeek Wellness and Performance and the host of Summon Your Superhuman Podcast. Oh my goodness, Summon Your Superhuman. (laughs) I I, want to talk about that for sure. (laughs) Rhea reaches people or rather teaches people how to maximize untapped inner strength and potential. She is a unique all-in-one health practitioner, transforming clients and speaking to audiences all over the world. She is dedicated to impact and and inspire a life beyond expectations. How do you personally summon your superhuman when you make a presentation. I guess in other words, what makes you unique? How do you show up on a stage and rock it out in ways that maybe other people don't?
1: Just by being authentically me and not trying to show up and be like anyone else. That That's the biggest lesson I've learned. And and clarity works in both ways. It, it's what's the message, who you're speaking to, but who you are at your core, who, you are and getting people to connect to who you are is very very important and when it comes to summoning my superhuman in terms of getting on a stage or presenting or, or sharing my message honestly I I just get the visual of a boxer you know is, is probably the best way I feel like of explaining it because it's just something about my, my background obviously is um, performance and and, you know, getting up on stage, I've done bodybuilding shows for many, many years and, and I've been a dancer and things like that. So it's, it's the same sort of concept. It's like a boxer is backstage, warming up, getting the body warm, you know, bouncing around. They've got earphones in, they, may, they might be playing some music just to get get in the zone, feel it, you know, just feel it in their, in their bodies, you know, and, and, they're, and they're thinking about the jabs and the hooks and they're thinking about what they're about to do next. And then that music comes on and then the introduction, it's like, all right, you know, he's coming on. And then they come out and the audience is like applauding and and you're just focused in on getting onto that stage. And you just ready. You're ready to knock out like that, that speech, that talk. You just knock it out of the park. Like there is nothing else that you're thinking about is, is just honing right on in. Like that's what I think about when I, when I just, I I played music just before I got on the call with you, just to get myself, you know, in the zone and and ready to, ready to roll.
0: Right, right. Now you're going to have an opportunity to ask me a question in a little bit, Ria. My next question for you is, and I have a feeling I know the answer, but if you're not a professional speaker and we know you do other things, what would you do? I would.
1: I would keep doing what I do my day to day. You know. I, I, yeah. I, I look. I wanted to give you something
0: different um, I because I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't like being so predictable. That's the rule. <laughs> you have to give me something different. If you were not in health, if you were not in wellness, if you were, none of that, what would you do? There you go. I would still be doing a service
1: to help people to teach. I I don't think that even if you were to take me out of health and wellness, I would still be a teacher. I would still be uh, trying to help and guide people to where they want to be, whether it be in business, uh, whether it be in some other skill or or mindset or something like that. Yeah. I, I know that I'm on this earth to be, to be a teacher, to be a leader.
0: That's awesome. And oftentimes people don't realize that that's what professional speakers are, is you're really just getting up there teaching. That's where uh, I used to be. I used to teach. Uh, I taught at a couple of different universities as well as a community college in the Houston area, Houston, Texas area. And that's what you're doing is making sure that you're giving information and that people are able to then take it And use it or tap into their inner strengths right and tap into Mm -hmm. their potentials and go places they never thought that they could go Mm -hmm. I'm about to go somewhere that I don't know if I want to go it's asking you what's a question you have for me I'm bracing myself because I don't know what you're going to throw out at me (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know right hmm I know we can come back. We can come. Back. We can definitely come back, but yes, yeah, yes we can definitely come back. <laughs> now, aside from the typical strategies that people get, like uh, using the Amy Cuddy power pose and other recommendations, what is one thing that you recommend people do? in order to sharpen their speaking skills what's something just on a daily basis in everyday life that somebody could do to get better
1: i think that something that might not be spoken about as much is being clear about who you are and what you're all about because obviously to be a leader it, you have to be very passionate about what you're speaking about Is not really just a side gig because otherwise it shines through in your in your presentation there's no there's no heart in it so i think for me i I love writing it's nothing nothing better than a pen to paper and just you know getting what extracting what's in your mind and and getting it out on paper and just making sure that you're getting clear on what value and what message you're trying to deliver to people? What are you trying to teach? What What's the impact and difference that you want to make in this world? And so I, I would do it daily. That that would be, I journal daily and I just let it flow. I let it, I just write uh, whatever comes to my mind and also work extensively on making sure that I know what direction I'm going in so that I there is no fumble, there is no stumble when it comes to you asking me, what, what, are, what are you who are you and what you're about it's it's really owning owning who you are so that you can own the microphone
0: <laughs> mm, I could not have said that better something you did say that caught my attention was uh, figure out what value and what mm-hmm. message you bring to people what message do you bring to people when you make presentations for you?
1: I think more so lately, it's it's been about making sure people understand that they are enough and that everything they truly desire is within them. And I pride myself on being someone that tries to bring that best out of them. What is uniquely theirs? What is their uniquely their superpower, their superhuman ability? It's it's about summoning that, you know, it's cliche As cliche as using it is, but it, it's true. That's what it's all about. It's summoning your best self and, and presenting that best self daily. Like you don't need to wait until you get that extra skill or, or you, oh or no, I'll just wait until that, like, it's not the right time. Like you are enough now.
0: Mm. What makes people think that they are not enough? Is it negative self-talk? Is it what? Because I'm going to assume you, you run into people like that. That's why you do what you do. What makes people feel that, they, that they're inadequate, do you think? The, the
1: root cause of it is fear. You know, we're human. We're, we all have it we no one even myself you know i say to people i'm still human not always super <laughs> it's it's we we all get those moments where we think oh, uh should i be doing this or uh, you know am i the right fit for this am i on the right track and the truth is exactly what i said you you are enough if you follow your heart and it feels right to you then just just do it I guess what what sidetracks a lot of people is if, is when you do get the um the haters or the the doubters the people that that plant those little seeds of doubt in your mind and then you question yourself well hang on if that person and it's usually someone close to you is if that person thinks that I can't do it or they they're just trying to make sure I'm sure that's what I really want to do and then that's when you start putting water on that seed and going oh maybe maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not quite cut out for this or shouldn't be doing, or should be careful about doing this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're, you're spot on. And you make me think about how I talk about fear and anxiety and nerves showing up when you get ready to make a presentation. And in one of my books entitled real talk, I talk about why that fear shows up in the first place. And so one of the reasons it shows up is because kind of like one of the one of the things you said we are worried that we're hoping that everybody is going to like everything we say and we worry that there may be someone in the audience who doesn't like what we say and i'm here to tell you that's okay but we are so genuinely worried about whether the audience will like our presentation until we'll start second guessing ourselves and we'll start asking ourselves things like, should I say this? Should I say that? Should I start with a joke? Should I not? What if they don't like me? And so on. and So concern over whether the audience will like us or like our presentation happens because we're these social beings and we want to be liked. Like who doesn't want to be liked? Unless you're Oscar the Grouch, one of our Sesame Street characters out here, who doesn't want to be even loved or revered on some level. But when we're put in a situation where there's this possibility that we might be challenged, or our likability, if you will, be challenged, then there's, there's some fear there. And then another reason that the fear or the nerves will show up is because and this is the big one, it's because you've not heard the words before that you're about to say. If you do not actually practice your presentation, it is scary thinking about what in the world is going to come out of your mouth if it's never come out of your mouth before. And so sometimes people will mentally run through their presentation. They'll kind of think about it on the drive to the venue or just kind of maybe jot down a few things and think through ideas. But that is one of the biggest challenges. And that is one of the biggest reasons that the fear shows up is because you've not heard the actual words you're going to speak. So I have two ways to get rid of that fear or at least try to curb it a little bit. One is to make sure that you immediately give your audience a reason to lean in and listen. Then you don't have to worry about whether they're going to like you. You don't have to worry about whether your message is going to resonate. You don't have to worry about if they're going to like your content or not. If you immediately give them a reason to listen and that starts by letting them know what they'll know or be able to do by the end of the presentation. And then the second way to get past the nerves and the fear, and this one can be time intensive. It can be time consuming. And that is to make sure you practice your presentation full on. I'm talking about standing up in an empty room, no audience, and doing your entire presentation full on at least three times. Now you may say, Bridget, I have a three hour training. I have, I do not have nine hours to spare. Okay, at least practice the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes full on three times each. I know you have at least an hour because at least that beginning grabs them and you know it's solid and at least the ending is going to set everybody up for success but we 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 gotta get past the fear and that's a couple of ways to get past the fear so i talk more Mm -hmm. about that in my book real talk ria i'm going to circle back and ask you are you ready for a question or you can tell me no and i'm good with it
1: (laughs) hmm how, how do you think that you would go if, if I was to turn around right now and say, I'm going to interview you, no preparation for my podcast?
0: I would be fine with it. I would be fine with it. I think about that phrase, and I don't know who coined it, who first uttered it, but you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Nice. That's and, good. you know, you've talked about uh, – you know, being authentic and and knowing your message and so on. I, I know my message. I know my thing. My thing is making sure that you always show up and show out. And I've heard this a couple of times just today. Be the best version of yourself when it counts. There are some people who are always on. It seems like quote unquote on. You know those people where you think to yourself, how many cups of coffee has she had today? <laughs> or, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's not the case that's mm-hmm. not the case with those people those people know that when it's time to shine when it's time to perform when it's time to be on they mm-hmm. are on that doesn't mean they're like that 24 7. so if you were to turn things around and say Bridget we're shutting off your recording and we're going to shift into my recording mm-hmm. session and I'm going to start interviewing you, you have no idea what I'm going to ask you, I would say, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I
1: love it. And that's why you own the microphone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know, I've been trying to figure out how to exactly explain this. And I really need to sit down and spend some time with this. Everybody, I want you to start working on, thinking about three core messages, topics, quote unquote things that you are about and maybe come up with some quick little catchphrases for me one of mine is show up and show out and that means when it's time to do the thing you're ready to do the thing and not only do you do it but you do it in a way that is so memorable until long after that conversation that presentation that webinar has ended People are still talking about your message. Maybe they don't remember your name or they don't remember the topic. They don't remember much of anything about you, but they remember how you made them feel. So that's one of mine. Another of mine is going to be real talk. Just keep it real. And I wasn't always real, I'll be honest with you. And I struggle with it sometimes now in terms of, when I used to work for someone else, I was always very careful about what I said and how I say it or how I said it. And I'm still careful now, right? You don't want to offend people. Or, and, and let's be honest, when it comes to the professional speaking world, there are three things on which you do not touch. And that is religion, politics, and money, unless you are like this financial planner or advisor then yes you're talking about money but those are three things you just don't talk about in your presentations or you try to be very careful with them so when I used to work for somebody else I would be very guarded in particular and careful with everything I said and I didn't feel like I could truly be myself and there would be moments in some of my presentations Rhea where I would tell the audience and this these were the presentations that I was doing at that company mm-hmm. I would tell the audience okay time out. I'm taking off my company name hat. I would say that company's name. I'm taking off that hat and I'm putting on the Bridget hat. Do you want the Bridget answer or you want the company answer? They're like, oh, we want the Bridget. They're all leaning in. We want the Bridget answer. And so I would do that ever so often just because I I felt like I needed to be me. (laughs) I needed to be me. So that's another message. That's a core message of mine. So I challenge everybody in this idea of staying ready so you don't have to get ready is having two or three messages that are very important to you and so any question that you are ever asked you can draw from those core messages core principles core beliefs to answer those questions find some kind of way to work the question around and here's a little trick that I I've picked up from Politicians in the States. And that is, you don't have to answer the question. (laughs) How many times do they not answer the question? But I want you to be a little bit smoother with it. So here's your strategy. Say someone asks you a question, you can say, you know what, that's a fantastic question. I don't have an answer for that one, but it does make me think about X. And then you go right into whatever is the message you want to get out there. So to answer your question, Rhea. I'd be ready. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: But that's exactly what
1: I was saying about before. It's because you're so clear on who you are, the message, what you're about It's it's easy. You don't need to prepare for that. That, that is your superhuman ability is to deliver your, your core message. So that, that's, that's the biggest thing is being clear.
0: There you have it. There you have it. If there was one last thing you would tell our audience about how to own the microphone, what would it be, Ria?
1: I think I just said it, but I know. <laughs> adding adding on that, I think it's just know that the nerves is never gonna go away. You're always gonna get nervous. And I think that's probably the number one thing is when you're getting all shaky and nervous, and you're like, oh no, oh no, no. But just just if you care about what you're about to do, you're always going to get nervous. It just means that you're a good person (laughs) and hopefully you're going to deliver a good message.
0: (laughs) You're right about that. You're absolutely right. You want to get scared if you start to not get nervous because then that means you are just going out there winging it and you don't care if the message is good or not or you're just assuming you can just shoot from the hip And you're guaranteed to give a performance that is not going to make people happy. Trust and believe. Some of my takeaways from you today, Rhea, I tend to take notes when I'm listening to guests. And one is, everybody, think about and get very clear on what it is you're trying to get people to understand in your presentations. And that means being clear about who you are and what you are all about. Be authentic. And finally, you are enough. So, those were my takeaways. If you are jotting down your notes and you want to know what are the big ideas, those were mine. So, feel free to take and steal them. Rhea Mestiza, it has been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Thank you.
1: It's been my pleasure, Bridget, and my pleasure to get to know you. And I hope that someone really takes something away from today.
0: Likewise, likewise. Everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of Own the Microphone. Until next time, this is Bridget McAllen.